Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our season finale episode of the first season of Hope I Did It Again. Rachel, we can did you, it. <laughs> can you believe it? Here we no, are. I can't believe it. <laughs> 12 episodes. I, mean, I mostly can't believe like that time has passed. Like, when I really think about the first time we recorded our episode, it was back in March. We're now in August. Like, uh, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, like, six months have passed. Like, like the end is... of August. Like, we're mm -hmm. a week out from September. Yeah. Yeah. It's just wild to think about. The time. She's a flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, so for our finale, we've actually gone back and forth about, like, what we wanted to even talk about. Like, we've changed, I think, the topic for this episode, like, five times, it feels like. Because mm -hmm. we just, I don't, there's various things that we always like to talk about. But I don't even remember how we landed on talking about red flags, yellow flags, and green flags. But that's what we're going to talk about tonight so yeah yeah I don't remember either I'm sure it just as something we're sort of constantly talking about mm -hmm. I mean yeah as we um both are kind of not really dating right now but for some reason have had quite a few conversations about about what we don't like what we do look for when we're dating and stuff I don't know we've had some conversations recently that I think yeah kind of solidified like all right let's let's talk about this more <laughs> I also um, feel like I'm thinking about it a lot just because so many of my friends are engaged and getting married mm -hmm. and it does just make me think like I mean obviously every bachelorette party is full of some good like <laughs> what was the moment you knew what was the moment someone else mm -hmm. knew and it I I do just think about it and like what in dating like in the process of dating when you reach a point where you think like this is it <laughs> yeah this is it for me and I like I'm I'm fascinated with that fascinating why yeah. died yeah, yeah. As someone who has never reached that point <laughs> it is mm -hmm. like when does that happen what is it like is it a slow burn or is it well like a, thank a you <laughs> thank you so much for bringing up slow burn this is a natural way for me to talk about the pride and prejudice adaptation that i'm reading <laughs> pride and prejudice the original slow burn but yeah it is i it, so one for for listeners it's called eligible it's by curtis sittenfield which is an interesting name to me a good author name um that the author is a woman Curtis to me definitely sounds more masculine and I was like am I really considering reading a Pride and Prejudice adaptation that's written by a man of course I am but no luckily a woman <laughs> so um and it just a part of me thinks like does has this just Pride and Prejudice is certainly why I love a grump like that's definitely where that comes from mm -hmm. and I do just think like is this story does it give us the impression that like you <laughs> it's like the anti-love at first sight right mm -hmm. I also think Jane, like actually Jane Austen. actually mm -hmm. I feel like Pride and Prejudice is a good segue into just green flag red flags anyway because yeah. like Lizzie saw many red flags in yes <laughs> yes she did Darcy. pride um, and it, prejudice <laughs> exactly exactly red flags um, but they ended up kind of being green flags in the end or she started mm -hmm. seeing the more green flags like I don't yeah like yeah what a good segue Rachel we didn't even I know <laughs> we did not that's Jane Austen comes through for you in the end remember that always. everyone always she's there for you so let's dive in to the negative first because you know that I feel like is a more natural place to begin so let's think about some red flags or let's name some red flags that like immediately came, come to your mind Rachel when you're like thinking like if you were sitting on a first date with somebody and they said or did something what's an immediate red flag that you were like nope I shortness to wait staff is difficult for me to look look beyond <laughs> to yeah. yeah to be like to be uncomfortable to wait staff whether that's like snipping at them snapping at them complaining about things or like, I don't know, being like sexually weird with them. Like that's also no fun for anyone. Um, and I, I feel like this is worth mentioning, even though the goal, like this would be a deal breaker way before we got to a first date, but like politics is pretty important. Like yeah. I don't, it's yeah. like a Trump, Trump person, a blue lives matter person, like not, <laughs> no, 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 not not for me and for that reason I wouldn't this isn't like a deal breaker but deal breaker rather but it's definitely like a flag of some sort to be ex-military I feel like 
to know that to, if people are super into like their military background I just I would like proceed with caution in that sort of situation it wouldn't be an well, immediate sounds... no but it would be I guess it's yellow right yeah yeah and we'll talk about you I haven't said we're going to talk about yellow flags so that's yeah. something I think to keep in we'll mind put a pin in that's that. a really good put yellow flag yeah we'll put a pin on it um yeah I think definitely politics I mean again we going back to our very first episode like politics is huge like um I know that there are people out there that are able to date and be married to people who mm-hmm. have very differing views than their own around politics and social justice issues we are not those people <laughs> that is a hard pass um and that's step yeah that was like the first thing that I when I was coming up with my list like the first thing that I thought about I was like I just can't I wouldn't be able to do it mm-hmm. In like a, I put, I wrote on my list, like a what about her, like, and I think mm. that's like a devil's advocate situation. Like I am not yeah. looking for arguments all the time. Like that is not yeah. a method of conversation to me. I don't want to be constantly try. Like if you're, yeah. if your instinct in a conversation is just to contradict and like use that to move things forward, that yeah. is exhausting. Not what I'm looking for. Yeah. I, I can, I can definitely see that and agree with that learning that somebody's a picky eater i'm sorry <laughs> like i i we're too like, old that's, that's, <laughs> that's old a struggle for, for me i yeah. i like food too much i like cooking food too much i don't want to be with somebody that just wants to eat chicken tenders and french fries or pizza i mean again i love pizza i love pizza don't get me wrong if that's all you can eat or only tacos or i don't like that's it I can't I'm sorry that's good it's gonna be really hard for me <laughs> if you're willing Were to you... try new food cool but yeah. like if that's if you're just like nope this is all I want to eat were you the one who was telling me recently about like an acquaintance who has kind of a, a wild like food picky eaterness picky picky eater affliction someone was telling me recently about like someone our age who cannot who really cannot do anything other than like chicken nuggets and pizza well I so I yeah I've heard I heard it like through a, I heard through the grapevine of like somebody that I know who's um partnered up with somebody that is a very very picky eater and then I also have a friend who dated a man who was also a very very picky eater and like literally I think that that person could only eat pizza hamburgers but like hamburger he couldn't he wouldn't eat condiments so like his burger was just like a burger and cheese and french fries and tacos but the tacos were literally just taco meat and cheese on a tortilla barely a taco some would argue right so like he yes was trying to not even use gender (laughs) gender pronouns but he was (laughs) He was the picky, like very, very picky individual. And I, I don't, yeah, they are, that, that couple is no longer together. So thank God I don't have to have him in my life anymore, even as just a friend's boyfriend, but that it would just be really hard for me. Like, and again, like we should also clarify, like these are red flags of our own. Obviously there are people out there that if food is not that end of a, if that's not a big deal, that is Mm -hmm. not a big deal to you. And you can absolutely date a picky eater. That's great. And you may I, well have red flags that are not huge deals to us. Exactly. <laughs> it's a I just I would really, really thing. struggle to date somebody that doesn't like food as much as me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And kind of going off of that, like knowing what you like, but I have to say, like, if a person doesn't like music or oh, and doesn't like kids or animals, I'm gonna be honest, mm-hmm. that's a red flag for me. Like yeah. I so first of all the music thing like I don't need somebody that wants to go to concerts with me all the time like I've got Rachel (laughs) (laughs) but to not I don't like to me it's just like it's very weird I hate to Mm -hmm. like I hate to be I'm not trying to be judgmental but like if I meet somebody that's like yeah I don't really listen to music I don't really like music I'm it's that's just like it's weird to me like I I'm very accepting like you can listen to pretty much anything I once like the guy who literally listened not even EDM just like electronic music like he sent me some of his favorite songs and I'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> what and I was still I like listening you know what? to this is better than not listening to music it's very weird but this is still better so and like the kids and animal thing like as someone who also doesn't know if I want kids 
I still like kids. Like I have yeah. nibblings. I kids like to not to just be like, I think kids are the worst. It would I don't think I could date you. I don't think I could. Like you cannot yeah. want kids and still think they're great. That's fine. But I I would have a really hard time with yeah, with somebody that's just like kids are annoying and smelly and shitty and stupid and I don't like them. <laughs> like okay they are all of those things but there is there are other things to love about them (laughs) yeah how goofy they are it would be just because of how important like the children that are in my life my nibblings and my friends kids like you gotta get you gotta like them you gotta Mm -hmm. get along with them I'm sorry similarly to pets it would be hard to to date someone who wasn't like who didn't do animals at all like I don't need I don't need someone to be crazy into animals, but like, I'm probably going to show up with a cat <laughs> and yeah. he's going to ruin your life. So it'd be good if yeah. you like baseline start with an, an enjoyment of animals. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I heard you're talking about me. <laughs> Open this window so I can look at all the rabbits outside. I feel like these days you don't find a lot of people who just straight up don't like animals. Like the kid thing maybe a bit, but mm-hmm. like I feel like millennials are a pro animal generation. Like everybody's got an animal or two. And I can understand like you're afraid of them. Like if you had a bad experience with a dog or something, like that's- I routinely have a bad experience with this cat and here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Best buds. So some other red flags I was thinking about when I am on dating apps and when I am like kind of dating around and talking to guys, one thing that like I feel like really makes me like immediately want to almost stop a conversation is like if they're like really clingy or pushy right off yes, the bat clingy was on my list yeah like it just it, like you're trying too hard like I hate to say like I'm somebody that like I don't like to play games I don't like I, I don't really believe in like the give and take of like oh you gotta wait till he texts you back mm-hmm. on all that bullshit but like I do believe like you are clingy there like there is a clear line of being clingy and pushy and like wanting to like immediately be all lovey-dovey or like emotional or like just saying over and over again how great I am like it's like cool thank you I know I'm great I don't need to hear it literally in every text you send me or like every other text like that's weird I'm sorry to quote the chicks she needs wide open spaces (laughs) yeah yeah. room to make her big mistakes yeah, um absolutely. that's not what they were talking about but <laughs> the message if they stands. wrote that song in the year of our lord 2022 it might be <laughs> that's, they would mean it in a dating capacity yeah like not i want you to show that you are into me but yeah there's a lot it's almost like an insecurity thing like it's like why why mm-hmm. do you feel like you have why do you feel like we literally have to jump right into you being so lovey-dovey or gushy yeah. like we, like what's the instinct there yeah like this is this is weird I don't I don't need to have these kinds of conversations right off the bat or maybe even ever on some level but definitely not like two hours into having a conversation with you thank you very much but kind of going off of that too like just not talking like not being like I, I know I guess for me like not being a good texter on some level is a little bit of a red flag because in now in like our day and age, texting is how you really get to know somebody for the first, like yeah. for the first little bit. Like unless you somehow meet organically and like talk to each other in person all the time, who does that anymore? Um, but texting is the way that you get to know somebody. And so if you like really suck at it, how am I supposed to like be interested? How am I supposed I... to want to meet you? I am in my recovery era from grammar policehood, but grammar is a hard one for me. Uh, like I, I would be lying if I said like when people exhibit bad grammar like that, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever get past it fully. Like there, I assume that if you are incorrectly using some like very basic grammar grammar items that like there will always be a distance between you and I. Like I don't know that we are going to be able to connect on everything because what matters to me the very most of all is clearly not something that matters to you and like that's fine and your prerogative but it yeah I like I think grammar has to be I have to call it a red flag because I just it just feels like it'll it will herald uh disagreements later on and not even disagreements but just like a level of annoyance I'll always feel like ugh. well there it is again there spelled t-h-e-i-r it is again (laughs) yeah 
no, yeah, I get that. And I, cause I think for me, like, that's where the communication comes in. Like mm -hmm. I, it's really hard for me to not take your lack of texting skills into like, okay, what kind of communicator are you going to be in this relationship? Yeah. I'm actually, over, oh, very much okay with somebody who's also like, instead of, I like to like, can we FaceTime or can we talk on the phone? I'm actually not against talking on the phone. I know mm -hmm. so many people in our generation hate it. I like, there's a level of like, yeah, if I have to make like a hard phone call, it's not great. But like, I, mm -hmm. I like talking on the phone. I have no problem doing that. To me, it's just, it goes back to like, yeah, what kind of communicator are you going to be later on in this relationship if you can't mm -hmm. even communicate pretty basic? If we can't, well, yeah, like if we can't okay. be on the same page on like the base level, yeah, it seems like it might um, not work out when it's, when there are more levels. Yeah, I feel like, um, obviously, like, mis like, again, kind of going back to like politics, like, obviously, very misogynistic, racist, ableist, like homophobic bullshit, like, no, like, none of that stuff mm -hmm. is gonna fly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm nope, not gonna sit back and watch that or listen to that. I also yeah, you kind of brought up Oh, go ahead. Well, I, first of all, I feel like we're back again talking over each other. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. it, maybe it is time for our season season break. But um, bad jokes like that is also problematic to me not just mm -hmm. like like in poor taste but like if you're making like super obvious jokes if they're just not hitting I am looking for like a particular type of humor and I will certainly know it when I hear it and <laughs> I like I also put this isn't I guess these would maybe more fall more in yellow flags it would just be a certain proceed with caution but like I don't know like funny t-shirts are not you those really need to have like a heavy like a heavy dose of irony yeah in them yeah I get that as someone who all you also own a lot of funny shirts Rachel <laughs> again I need the irony needs to be known I also mostly sleep in them I do not wear them out in a boot although I did recently get a funny a friend gave me a shirt that said in <laughs> this was such an obvious joke but it says in dog beers I've only had one <laughs> which I think is <laughs> um yeah so like the, I'm not saying they have to be banished forever but I'm also saying they should not be worn to dinner <laughs> yeah yeah so we asked our yeah, Instagram followers um to submit their red yellow and green flags we're doing some uh follower feedback follower interaction I can't think of the right word tonight but um mm -hmm. yeah so engagement over, yeah engagement there we go that's the word um yeah we've got some good stuff so let me see if there's anything that we haven't really talked about yet yeah there um there's quite a bit about like uh like being like notable lack of interest in you oh. like not putting any kind of effort in um like I you have to initiate <laughs> I told you earlier I was like they all felt really positive to me of course that's because all that I looked at was the green flags question and not <laughs> the separate questions so good job everyone doing positive <laughs> flags in the green flag question good job they did all seem very positive in there yes okay so some red flags uh like not putting any effort in like just mm -hmm. straight up like you the one that always has to keep things going initiating the quest like conversations asking the questions like that's so like I don't know do men are men just dumb like it's so yes. obvious <laughs> it's so obvious when I'm talking with a guy for the first few times or whatever and like I'm the one having to literally ask everything it's like can you like think about yeah. this for two seconds like ask me a damn question even like just being like what about you how about you like even that it's amazing to me how many men do that. Like truly mm -hmm. don't even ask reciprocal questions. Um, they're serious with someone, but still hitting you up. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that's uh -oh. a pretty, pretty big red flag for sure. <laughs> we got one. They tell you their ex thought they were possessive, but they don't know why. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's... I believe your ex. <laughs> I believe everything your ex said about you. Yeah, like there's a level of like again self awareness of like why would you like a, like why would you tell somebody that like why would you tell another woman I don't know why my ex thought I was possessive I don't know ooh, any woman ooh, that would ooh. think like oh I'm sure you're not mm -hmm. <laughs> I would hope if you do like 
okay, then you need to get some help too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, Making fun of your interests or kind of downplaying them. Like, yeah, that's like, it's 2022. It's pretty cool to be a nerd now at this point. So any making is, fun yeah. of hobbies, like, no thanks. There was one about, oh, getting mad at me in public and then gaslighting me when, when confronted, like, I would say gaslighting in general, not good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, don't love that. I would, I would almost put like big displays of anger in public period, Ooh, like whether yeah. or not there's gaslighting, like, yeah, mm, if I'm seeing you mad in public, chances are about something like ultimately inconsequential, yep. not loving it, yep. <laughs> not loving it. Yeah, definitely. Like I under, like I'm not saying that you can't ever be mad, but if you were like aggressively, yeah. And like this physical, is what I would accept. Mm -hmm. You're mad in public. What you're allowed to do is turn your horse around and ride off into the field, <laughs> just like <laughs> Mr. Darcy does when he has to see Wickham on the banks of the river. That's that's your allowed output. <laughs> Rachel, bringing okay. it back full circle. <laughs> Storm away on your horse. Yeah, but yeah, big displays of anger specifically. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. And then also doesn't tip well kind of related to treating your waitress waiter poorly. I also like I I put down rude on my list and I feel like we did kind of talk yeah. about it, but just like overall, like just rudeness. I think yeah. that all kind of fits in. Like that's that's not cool. Big displays of yeah. anger and rudeness not tolerated. Don't like it. Nope. Okay. So now let's talk a little bit. I mean, we've mentioned yellow flags. So let's talk a little bit because I think that's it's not yellow flags aren't like talked about I feel like as much in these conversations or like the memes and stuff about red flags versus green flags um but I feel we've talked even a couple I think a couple times on this app like this podcast about like well that's kind of a yellow like that's not mm, that's not great <laughs> but so I feel like you kind of summed it up pretty well with like a yellow flag it's like proceed with caution it's like that's mm -hmm. that behavior that language that thought isn't great but like mate like let them explain maybe more let them do something to maybe make it I think that's better. also a good time to be maybe making some mental notes looking for patterns yeah. uh seeing if this yeah. is a habit or a bad day that's good to be looking for we yeah. got such a good one that I want to talk about immediately <laughs> when someone says they're a big fan of history that could turn into a red flag <laughs> That is such a good point. Yes. Because <laughs> it could yes. also be a huge green flag. Like, as two nerdy yes. ladies, there's nothing I love more than talking about. In fact, I just recommended to a baby boomer a history podcast that I love. So I can talk about it all day. But yeah, that's that is various a very astute observation that sometimes yes. being a fan of history can be code for I am a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> And that's not what you're looking for. Or if it is what you're looking for, this is not the podcast for you. <clears throat> As a history undergrad uh, major, I can 1000% confirm that. <laughs> yeah, very. It's, that's a pretty perfect example of like what's a yellow mm -hmm. flag. <laughs> um, but I also really liked, um, we got one too that I had to, I had to kind of put down of of a bad relationship with your family yeah because I know like I know people who have bad relationships with their families like friends and it's for good reason like their family's mm -hmm. toxic as fuck so like for me like if I hear like so actually making it quick personal like the guy that I uh fucked around with whatever back in college like he had a good relationship with his family but like would swear at his mom like all the time like call her bitch all of that stuff and I was like this is appalling like <laughs> I I can't imagine literally just swearing like at my mother like that all the time like there have absolutely been times that I've wanted to do that um because family is family right like that shit happens um but I just can't imagine speaking to my my family or and my friends that way I just can't um so that to me like it turned into a red flag right like he was just an asshole anyway mm -hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I feel like if you tell me like, oh yeah, no, I don't really get along with my family or yeah, we're not really that close. Like I'm going to want to know more. Like, yeah, as someone who like, sometimes I understand it. Family dynamics are hard, but I want to know more. Like why? I definitely feel like my family could be its own yellow flag. (laughs) I would like family stuff is such an interesting, (laughs) like I I just family. Yeah. I feel like family period is like a yellow flag. Do you have a family yellow flag? No, I don't mean that. (laughs) Like, I think, I do think it's a good point because it definitely to have a bad relationship with your family is just like, that's a big question mark for me. A cue. Yeah. What's happening here? How has it played out on for you? Uh, How are you dealing with it? (laughs) Are you talking to someone, a professional about it or are you muddling through? As you were talking, like a something I remember talking, I heard on morning radio a long, a while ago was talking, they were talking about kind of the opposite of like family, like being too involved in your family. That's what I'm saying. I feel like anyone (laughs) attached to my family is like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And that's, yeah, I think that that's like a good, like, yeah, either way, like if you have very little to do with your family or like too much, there is a level of like, okay, what kind of healthy boundaries are we trying to establish here or not? Because even family's family, but (laughs) we also, I also feel like like the monster-in-law is I feel like Mm. I know so many like so we've chatted we're colleagues I feel like more than one person that we work with has a terrible mother-in-law to the point of like Mm -hmm. they do not speak and like Mm -hmm. there was a point where their spouse was in a position of choosing between mother and partner and I like that it that would it would be hard to have shitty in-laws like that would be really tough I yeah yeah definitely I mean, how often have we talked or joked about that uh, we bring up that new girl episode when Jess wants to date or he, she doesn't want to date. She doesn't want to date that boring ass man, but her, <laughs> his parents are so great. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, do More I than once I have said to you, like, I would love to have ex as, as a mother or father-in-law. <laughs> I need yeah. to, they need to yeah. have a child I can, I can date. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's a good yellow flag. Um, what about what are you brought up? What was the one that you brought up with red flags? A lot I'll of mine. Later. Yeah, yeah, that's a, sort of a serious one. Some there, I also have some like aesthetic yellow flags that mm. I don't, I don't believe in basing like appearance on everything. I just feel like when we talk about a starter kit for a type of person, there are some other things that can be dead giveaways white sunglasses are like a a big (laughs) yellow flag for me men in flip-flops in public a big yellow like there's there are just some you're just a specific type of person if you're making these choices and getting back to the grammar thing I just feel like I know that I just know that I there might that might lead to (laughs) to deeper issues so those would be my my goofier ones. But I do feel like the military thing is a solid yellow flag. Like similar to the um bad, bad family relationship. It just is like, okay, what are where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> are not everyone yeah. who's in the military is conservative and pro-Trump, but there right. is an unfortunate amount of overlap there. So that would be your first concern. Second concern is like, what are your thoughts on the military industrial complex? Yeah. <laughs> do you accept that as reality? And how do you feel like your service played a part in all of it? Like, obviously, I don't think individual soldiers are responsible for much of like of that. Right. But like, how how are you dealing with that? How are you processing it? Yeah, much to consider. Yeah, definitely, I can see that. Um, so what for me is, and I kind of talked about this on other ep- episodes, but like, so Rachel and I both enjoy a good drink, and we have. A lot of fun but a kind of immediately off the bat being a heavy drinker or drug user mm-hmm. is kind of a yellow mm-hmm. flag for me yeah like again I remember a first date with somebody who he drank like four to five beers in like an hour hour and mm-hmm. a half that's 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 a little bit weird to me I'm, it, it just is like I again I yeah. think he explained later on he had anxiety and stuff but I'm like there's a lot healthier ways to deal with your anxiety on a first date than to drink that many beers personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from like, and just with my own history and stuff in that regard, like 
it's a little bit of a yellow like I want somebody who wants to have a good time and they also don't have to drink either like that's not like, yeah it's fine but if you are if I walk into your apartment and you are somebody who needs to do dabs of weed like all the time I'm gonna be like I don't this is yeah I'm a little I'm a little skeptical yep just a little bit like we let's talk about this a little bit because not I'm not 100% sure how I feel and like relationship with alcohol I think interesting to get that sussed out pretty immediately like can you hold your liquor are you are you better not doing it speaking of big steady beer drinker yeah instead speaking of big displays of anger (laughs) let's kind of see what like if you are if you're if you do enjoy a drink um what do you like when you're drunk (laughs) Are you punching a hole in the wall for like really goofy shit or not goofy shit? It's yeah. very serious. Like, yeah. What does this bring out in you? Yeah, definitely. So I brought up like hobbies because one of their submissions was like making fun of hobbies. So I have hobbies down as yellow flags, but only because like if we don't have like any similarities with hobbies, yeah. that's gonna be hard like if you like again I have no problem with dating a guy who's super into sports I am not at all Mm -hmm. I have no problem dating but if like all you care about is sports I don't know if I could date somebody who like doesn't like anything but sports it can be really overwhelming I (laughs) like the sport but to come from a family of people who are very obsessed with sports there is a feeling of like oh sports on again love it even mm-hmm. even I consider myself a sports lover like I can mm-hmm. watch and chat and talk and enjoy but it is I do have a feeling of like whew, four nights yeah. of the week watching a game <laughs> I am mm. yeah yeah so it's again it's not me belittling what they it's just like if we got to have a little bit of crossover we got to have a little yeah. bit of similarities and like what we like what we don't like like that's that's where it's a little bit of a yellow flag for me just because mm-hmm. like i i'm not somebody that's going to want to sit and watch a football game all like every single night of the week it's just not going to happen i would also put like gun related hobbies as a yellow flag like if you're <laughs> yeah. i i know i am related to a not insignificant number of people who hunt and like i know them they're not like big gun heads but it i don't know i would it would just be like okay what how what are we talking about here <laughs> do you have a sticker mm-hmm. on your car that's michigan and the thumb is a gun like not looking for that <laughs> yeah. but if you do like responsible hunting if if you're into it, like if you're using the meat, et cetera, um, yep. a conscientious hunter, I can, not a red flag, but definitely like proceed with caution. What's the, yeah. what's the deal here? Where do you keep them? How many do you have? Okay. So let's look at these responses that we got from Instagram. Um, so one that I like is eyeing who or what you're texting. Yeah. So kind of related to, I feel like a control issue here or like a mm-hmm. lack of trust. Um, and they even said like, if it becomes a habit, red flag, because yeah, right off the bat, like that would, that would be pretty mm-hmm. problematic to me. It's like, mm, yeah. how, how, are we starting off right mm-hmm. away like this? Like you're automatically not trusting me. Like what kind of issues do you need to deal with then mm-hmm. first? Yes. Yeah. Completely, completely agree. So another one, and my friend told me I, that we I could share her story about this because we both handled, uh, both approached it differently and ended up being, I was right. <laughs> I'll just say that because <laughs> I know I can. But she she had a boy, her ex now, um, pretty early on in their relationship, like mentioned to her that he was upset because she used the term white men <laughs> in like conversations. I don't like, I'm assuming like, yeah, all these white men out here, like, you know what I mean? Like making yeah. comments oh, about do I ever. Yes. how white men are in this <laughs> society, right? And she didn't like it. And first of all, she was under the assumption that he was not a white man and he isn't like, he's not on some level. Like he does, he does come from um, a Pacific Islander background. And mm. so he, yeah, so he's, He's not a white man, but also like, I don't know how he identifies. Anyway, long story short is when she told me that in the moment, I was like, what? 
And so like they had to have a conversation and she, I don't like, she had to have a conversation with him about where she's coming from and stuff. And so she saw it as a yellow flag. She was like willing to do that. And like, I, I don't know, it's hard because there is a level of like, I want to meet people where they're at. And I understand that not everybody's on the same journey, especially Mm -hmm. mostly a lot of white men that I am. But it would be really hard for me, I think, to like, and they had been dating for a little bit at that point too. Like I maybe it was right before they like became exclusive. It would be pretty hard for me to like have to take that seriously. Like if a guy if a guy I was dating that I was into <laughs> was like, I really don't like it when you say jokes about white men. It's like, and why are you dating me? Like you should yeah. <laughs> Babe, it's so from- mostly jokes about white men around here. So Yeah. Yeah. And like, again, going all the way back to our very first episode, you should know that it's not going to be about you. And if it is about you, then like, I'm going to tell you that it's about you. Yeah. I also feel like, uh, so certainly there's no one I uh, love to make fun of more than white men, but I am, I am well aware that 54% of white women voted for Donald Trump. Like certainly we as a block are not, um, not immune from from these jokes and I feel like part of it is the self-awareness and self-depreciation like that's hot Mm. so if you are insecure to the point that like you can't you're not hearing the joke you're not seeing the joke and I get like the language of that can feel like gaslighting like when I don't know when someone's saying something to you that's offensive and they're saying like it's just a joke you're taking it too seriously I it's weird to be on the opposite side of that telling these white men it's a joke you're taking it too seriously but it's also based we get back to the power dynamics of it like if you're a white man or benefiting from white man power like you got to take the joke you're always being punched up at if you're getting the punch up you got to take your lumps kids I'm sorry the same thing for white women (laughs) yeah in almost every case where we are the punch up like that's life we do really goofy shit and I've gotten away with it forever yep sorry yep absolutely uh if you're if you're wearing your uggs drinking a starbucks that's life sorry yeah do i need to start no do i need to start playing bo burnham's white women's instagram because (laughs) i fucking will that song is a Uh, banger (laughs) all right so then we have one last one that i thought was really funny um bad at texting hello thank you but also consistently (laughs) late to things yeah as a child, the eldest daughter of a mother who is consistently late to things, that would be hard for me because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm not showing up on time. It is impossible to read that any other way than like, this is not a priority for you. And yep. that is hard to take time after time after time. So yep. agreed. Yep. And I'm too much of a planner too. Like I, part of me is like, just be better at planning your life out and like that's my own shit like I will own that Mm -hmm. like that there is a level of like okay everybody's Mm -hmm. not like me everybody's not gonna plan your shit out so there is a both and right so Mm -hmm. all right any other yellow flags that you could think of that you wanted to share no we got all my goofy um (laughs) physical physical issues out of the way Okay. It's, okay. I really can't tell you, like a pair of white sunglasses is an immediate, <laughs> immediately <laughs> no, straight to jail, straight away. <laughs> if you're wearing a pair of white Oakleys, I'm not, <laughs> not for me. It's totally fair. I w- if I had to name one physical thing, and maybe it's because it's like a recent thing that bothered me is like dirty hair. Like, yeah, if you can't, t- like, I I don't mind longer hair on men, but if you can't fucking take care of it, don't do it. Take care of your yeah. hair. So you're making a choice to, to, to have longer hair. It requires maintenance. Take the mm-hmm. fucking care that it deserves. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Okay. That's my, that's my physical trait that I'll stand on a soapbox a little bit on. So let's talk about green flags because I feel like for so long, like part of like my adult dating world, it was always about like red flags, red flags, what red flags are you looking for slash also ignoring because that's the joke, right? So like you're just ignoring these red flags that you see. And I don't, I feel like it's only been recently that like we're starting to actually have conversations. Well, like, well, okay, well, what are some green flags? Like, what are things mm-hmm. 
that you look for in a partner that like you want, like good, good qualities, good actions. Like what do you want to see in a partner rather than just not, or just rather, what are you not looking for? What do you not like? So I kind of like that switch a little bit. Yeah. what, What are some for you, Rachel? What are some green flags? Yeah. Well, I mentioned to you before we started saying this, that as I was putting, as I was reflecting on my stuff, I had what it felt to me like a captain obvious thought of like, wow, it seems like my green flags are kind of just the opposite of my red flags. So on that note, um, when people have good relationships with their family, particularly like men who are close with their sisters is like, that is a green flag to me. Men who are I know like to be close with a mother figure again we can get like back to the monster aspect but like generally like men who treat their mothers well I mean their parents well like their families well if it feels like healthy and respectful if you can like hear and see a note of like reverence and respect for them that Mm -hmm. I think is a green flag I was dating a guy recently and it, like when he talked about his friends, it just seemed so shallow. And I like, we could do a whole mm-hmm. episode next season about male friendships because <laughs> I have some thoughts, but it just seemed always like so shallow. Like he, it never seemed like he could turn to these people that he considered yeah. friends for like meaningful conversations and to like unpack shit. And so I was just kind of like, why don't, what do you mean you don't have like a best friend or like a good, yeah. like, like that's a little like, we're kind of almost getting back to a green flag but or a red flag but I guess a green flag like when they can very easily talk about their friends and like share about them and like who they hang out with and enjoy and yeah I very much on that note I put tenured friendships as a green flag Mm -hmm. to me like if the friends you're meeting are people that like they have sustained some life experience with like if all their friends are like work acquaintances from the last two years to me, that's like, what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) who knew you in college, who knew you in high school, who like, who are the people who have, who know you like, yeah. And again, even with like all of these things, you never know what people's life experience is, but like on the whole, I feel like some longstanding friendships is a green flag. If you were either able to weather whether life's rough seas with people even in platonic capacity like that is very important and yeah. nice to see yeah definitely so something that i really appreciate a lot is because i think i have a great taste in music and excellent <laughs> book recommendations um, because i i just do um but i i don't like i really i think it's very sweet and means a lot when we're talking about music or tv shows even like really anything and they actually listen to the music i recommended or watch the show i recommend like if they Mm -hmm. actually take the time to be like tanya recommended this i'm going to to do this i'm going to consume this media that means Mm -hmm. a lot because i'll do the same to like i i do the same like if if i am really into somebody and they recommend something like i will make an effort to consume that media to know a little bit more about them because mm-hmm. I to me again that shows effort and shows that you're willing to yeah put some time in mm-hmm. yeah I agree I I love a like <laughs> we get back I guess we brought it up more in the yellow but um hobbies I love like obscure interests I think that can be really mm. endearing and like just someone with interests I think that feels so basic but like again just like being obviously kind of a formed human with like mm-hmm. some opinions and some like shit you know you're into and like things I love a factoid so I like just learning <laughs> new new factoids to add to my own collection and I think I can, yeah, that's like a real green flag to me. If you come like in with some, some interests, especially some weird stuff, not like super weird stuff, but you know, <laughs> obscure, obscure. Um. Also, I will just, so you mentioned like how your list is full of like the opposites of your red flags. Mm. I, after I finished my list, I was like, this is just me wanting somebody to actually show interest in me <laughs> because I literally am like, he actually asks questions and shows that he mm-hmm. listens like clearly mm-hmm. is an active listener makes an effort to see <laughs> and talk with me like there's a level of like yeah. please Tanya what kind of men have you been dating in the past few years <laughs> because it's like clearly these are some things that have not happened <laughs> and that's where mm-hmm. it's like this is what I would really like now 
please and thank you is like yeah. make a goddamn effort. It's not that hard. Active also... interest is like it's it just is a green flag. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like hot when people want to hang out with you and like it's hot. Take the care to do stuff, and I feel like always I I feel like I'm thinking in the mindset of like a devil's advocate just the idea that like someone being into you is not the same thing as them being clingy like make no mistake there is a line there like if you're hearing this feeling prickly about like "Mm, they don't want people who are clingy but they want people to plan dates like that's different (laughs) you can there are very clear ways to show interest and not be clingy like yeah and if you can't tell the difference maybe go to therapy I need somebody like a green flag to me is somebody who can like hold a conversation with other people. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, when I introduce, when I bring my partner around my family for the first time, my friends for the first time, I don't want to have to be like, Oh my God, are they going to talk with them? What are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. What are they yeah. going to do? Are they going to be quiet and not like and I and I have lots of friends who are introverts like no problem Mm -hmm. at all but like I need I need to like go and do my own thing and know that like they're gonna be fine like Mm -hmm. that they can hold a conversation with people that they even if they they have to fake it till they make it kind of a thing like I like somebody who at least is willing to try like again make an effort to get to know my friends, to get to know my mm-hmm. family, to get to know the people that I care about, um, and that I don't have to handhold them. Yeah. And again, like remembering, remembering facts, I think is nice. Like when you're talking to someone and they're like, you can see them creating the mm-hmm. web in their head, their head of like how things go together, what the connections are, yep. and like to follow up and circle back on items. Like that's nice. Yep. Green flag. Definitely. I also, I was having a good conversation with my friends a while ago about like, so I'm somebody that I know that being physically active is important and um, that I need to do it more, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who does not put a lot of time and effort into it because I have a relationship with physical activity that stems from our body issues in America and all the like. Mm-hmm. but what I need is like a partner who will like not like shame me or be weird about it but who will be like hey let's go for a walk hey yeah. let's go let's go for a hike like I need somebody mm-hmm. who supports me and like wants me to be who I am but also pushes me like sometimes yeah. like there are some things that I need to be pushed on like that I need like I need that like I I know myself well enough now at 30 years old that like for the most part I can do shit on my by myself, but there are some things that I'm like I I I would be nice to have somebody who pushes me a little mm-hmm. bit because mm-hmm. I just need that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I wasn't thinking about that at all, and I certainly don't want to join anyone's CrossFit gym. But nope. I yeah, like a nice the walking, the hiking. Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. those are all things I really love. I like doing, mm-hmm. but they're not something mm-hmm. that I prioritize so to have a partner who like maybe prioritizes it more than me and pushes me to go with them that that would be great Mm -hmm. yeah being willing and able to talk about sex openly honestly and not being a fucking creep about it like (laughs) like as somebody who has a like academic interest in talking about sex on some level like yeah like when I'm starting to date somebody like it's fun to talk about those things a little bit but I also like don't want to immediately just dive in and like tell you everything I like in bed like that's not going to happen but like when you're willing to like also not be weird about it like if I'm like hey no before we actually have sex like I'd like to have a conversation with you about like these things and not make Mm -hmm. it weird or like not or say no like that that's important to me like if you're willing Mm -hmm. to engage in a healthy respectful conversation about sex a plus i would say like particularly with your academic interest like that's it will be super important important to have a partner who doesn't have like a preteens understanding of like talking about sex yeah 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 (laughs) most definitely 
my I guess like my final before we switch over to audience engagement I yeah. like reading reading and like awareness of if current events is a green flag to me like mm. if you if we you don't have to like ask for an explanation on like what's happening in Russia or what's happening in the White House or what these elections are about like if we can meet on a level playing field there that is very green flag to me and if you have like favorite authors assuming they're not like terrible <laughs> um <laughs> that that is yeah a reader we love a reader what's a ret what would be all right so let's see some of our uh follower submissions oh i really like the appreciating your accomplishments without being threatened by them as mm-hmm. women um definitely love like, it we love a a stan of your woman like please support us yeah mm-hmm. like i said we we I want somebody who thinks it's awesome that I want to try to make a difference. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. I also love your friends like them. Mm-hmm. Big, big green flag, big green yep. flag energy makes you laugh. Yep. Yeah. I don't even know if I mentioned sense of humor. Obviously, if yeah, bad jokes are a yellow flag to me, like good jokes, green flag. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Here we go. I like I the productive. Like... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Nope. Go. You can go. Okay, the productive communication during arguments, like, for me, that also shows a sign of growth. And, like, Mm -hmm. okay, clearly you're willing to, like, clearly you've done some work because I feel like no one enters, like, no one just is really good at arguing right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So clearly, like, if you're able to recognize, like, hey, these are my tics, this is, like, what I do, like, I, I don't know, that's really good, too. I like remembering the things you've said, like mm-hmm. asking how was lunch with friends? How did that work thing go? Yeah. Yep. Details. And kind of going off the communication, like during arguments, like not belittle, belittling you or making you feel less than or stupid. 100%. Like if I'm feeling talked down to, like that's that's like my red flag at work. Like if I have a coworker or a boss or somebody that like belittles me or th- like talks to me condescendingly, fuck no. Like I am, a, I, like that's- that's a trigger it's for an, me, to be honest. It's with you. an immediate shutdown. I yeah. It and this is again like some things I could work on. I do not like being wrong. I do not like being made to look wrong, especially in public settings. Like yeah. I, nope, nope. You're gonna have to really treat me with kid gloves. And <laughs> have to really come at me from a very non-confrontational way. Let yeah. alone if if it's something that I'm not actually wrong about, like if I know I'm right and you're talking down to me. Uh, respecting boundaries. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, mm, no, I'm not a pr- big priority for me. Not at all. Boundaries, boundaries, schmoundries. Oh, somebody says my cousin's BF researches why she reacts to certain things to find support on how he can help her. <laughs> I do love that. I do love that. I do feel that if it, if it was happening to me, I am mulish and contradictory to the point that I might, that I might buck at that. And again, (laughs) that is uh, (laughs) items for me to work on. The intent is very pure. And I do like the research. I really like, I like the idea of being like, this person seems to like this. I have observed this to be a trigger for them, an issue for them. Like, I wonder what I could do. Yeah. Like how I could be responding to this differently if they're, yeah. Yep. I, again, like in, intent, I like it very much. Yep. Yeah. And then the last one I, um, makes an effort to do the things that you like. Again, that kind of goes back mm-hmm. a little bit to, I think, some of the things we've talked about. But I think that's important because I just, sometimes I like, I know especially the, like, the younger I was in college and stuff. Like I heard about like guys really liked it when, girls liked the same things that they were into right well maybe were you and I talking a while ago about how like why is it praised or so cool when a woman is able and willing to like let her male partner like watch football and she's willing to sit there and do it but like guys are not traditionally like praised for like doing literally the same thing with a woman like watching a very female centric mm-hmm. show or like thing like why why is why is that patriarchy we know that right but like I feel like that that is such a thing of like I sometimes again I remember when I was younger in college like my 
female friends, my girlfriends, like feeling like they had to like the same things or like do the same things that their, their mm-hmm. boyfriends or the guys that they were interested in. Like we all did it right on some level. Like I remember, I, I know I did. Um, and that's all bullshit. Like if they're not willing to do the same things that you also yeah. like to do, no, nope. Like nope. if you, if you want to watch a bunch of, uh, trashy TV, um, reality TV, because that's how you, what, that's what you like to do. Or if you like to watch, um, I think, I feel like that joke I remember seeing was like about the Royal wedding. Like that's how long ago, <laughs> like if you're willing to watch the Royal wedding with me, perfect. Or one of the Royal yeah. weddings. It's been so long now, but I, I remember that being a joke. Um, so yeah, I'm just making effort. It is. That is a funny, like, I don't, it's almost, it feels like weirdly opposite of what like typically happens of like, it's like so cool when a woman can watch sports but like we don't maybe maybe it just like happens more often than we're ever thinking about but like yeah when men will just like sit tuck into a real housewives of potomac marathon right (laughs) there's not the same not the same thing i wonder if that's because like just the idea of like television that's important like because sports you need to really like be watching the game when it's on whereas like to tuck into like a reality television binge like you could do that at any time I don't know if like that feeds into it but yeah yeah that's interesting I love when people don't watch exclusively sports because that can be really fucking boring yeah (laughs) it's exhausting to just watch sports all the time yeah and again it's really I feel like this has been me trying to be like I am a sports fan but I do hate watching sports (laughs) um (laughs) I like watching hockey, but truthfully, I really just like watching Red Wings hockey. And that is truly a labor of fucking love. So um, it's also impossible. It's hard to watch in the streaming era. It's hard to get sports like because of the way contracts are set up with the leagues. And then you have like, so you could buy into like a league package, but if the team that you want to watch, like your home team their <laughs> the games that are shown for them are probably associated with like a different provider so you buy the league package but the games you want for your fucking team are blacked out because a different provider has the like the production rights for them and it just like in an era when you can get any television that's ever been created on demand but you can't I can't just pay actually I think I can I need to do a bit more research on it before the hockey season starts but it's just so hard like all I want to do is just be able to watch every Detroit sports game and it's been very difficult in the past to make that happen I think there is because like you could do it for each individual sport but that feels like a lot of work how many truly how many Pistons game am I going to watch let alone like baseball games on television truly a penance (laughs) like what a terrible thing to do to yourself um anyways that sort of got on a tangent (laughs) watching sports is boring that's my message (laughs) no one should watch all sports all the time you should just spice up your life with diners drive-ins and dives like my dad does (laughs) and beat bobby flay if it's not a sports game it is literally one of those who should actually there are two other shows he watches which are car restoration shows so that's the five show rotation. Be Bobby Flay, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, the two car restorations, and sports. In the golden really age of television. <laughs> He's really Perfect. taking advantage of this golden age of television. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I yeah, I feel like we talked about that's quite a flags. Few. Yeah, great red, yellow, and green flags. I'm sure we've missed obviously a lot because y'all have whoever our listeners mm-hmm. are. And if you didn't submit, you probably have your own, um, but maybe share them in an email or comments on our Instagram posts about whatever ones that you have that you didn't share with us prior to this. But yeah, we are, we are officially done with our first season, Rachel. So can you believe it? No, I can't. Season one. We did it. So our podcast is a toddler. Yep. Yep. <laughs> officially. I uh, don't know when we'll be back for season two, but we are planning a season two. We will two. be back. Yep. Yep. We just, I mean, t- light, like time is hard. Life is hard. Um, so mm-hmm. look for us at sometime in 2023. Um, probably, I would say early, early 20, like mm-hmm. not early, like, yeah, 
like not January, maybe not February, but like March. I'll just put out, I'll put it out there, put out into the yeah. universe, maybe March, March of 2023, roughly. Uh, but just keep an eye on our podcast or our Instagram page. Um, we'll have an announcement of when season two will happen. And yeah, yeah we look forward to ha- it. Happy holidays. Uh, yeah. Presumably that's what will be happening. <laughs> yeah. When Enjoy this episode the hits, season. hits the airwaves. Yep. Whether it's with your toxic family or your <laughs> boundaries less family. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, I would argue. Either way, is to- that's toxic if you have yes. boundaries with your family. <laughs> yeah, no boundaries. Definitely toxic. <laughs> yes. So yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes. thanks Thanks for sticking with us for season one and we will be back for season mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Bye, friends. Thanks. True. If you're enjoying Ope I Did It Again, follow us on Instagram at Ope Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Email us. Tell us your story. You can reach us at oppodcast22 at gmail.com. Always waking up.